Please do not swear. We are now recording. Recording. Fuck. Bollocks. Shit. Shit. Bollocks. Ah. Is this how you do a sound test? Yes. Muffler. <laughs> you usually do te- when I'm, we're doing any drama stuff. It's testing, testing, one, two, three, testing, testing, one, two, three. Yes, but that's boring, isn't it? Muffler is much funner. It's a nice word to say. Muffler. Muffler is part. Muffler is part of a car. So yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, welcome to this week's talking codswallop. I am Gemma, and I managed to do the intro. <laughs> Hi, I'm James, and believe it or not, despite listening to my dulcet tones, I am rather unwell. So yeah. Gemma has pulled me from my bed of illness and whatnot, and health and death and things, and she's. Threatened to slap me something silly if I don't record. Absolutely. Being the smart man I am. Yep, being the smart man I am, I went, yep, I will come and record. <laughs> and he also loves it, guys, because we've been talking That's beforehand. True. And he said, my God, this is the best part of my week. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny these allegations. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't, guys, just so you know. He said, this is such a chore <laughs> for me. <laughs> well, it's when I made that vomiting noise. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing Skippy the Bush Kangaroo again. <laughs> What's it, Skip? Yeah. <laughs> it's the kind of noises I make for the dog, see, so uh, <laughs> to get his attention, so that I just automatically do it now. I must do. <laughs> so, James, how have you been this last week or so? <laughs> How have well, you been this year until... <laughs> so far, actually? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was all going well until this morning. I woke up and I'm feeling all kind of, you know, a bit rough, you know, sinuses, uh, throat, etc. And it's kind of eased off. It has kind of improved itself. But the problem is that it's probably not 100%. So I've got to try and keep myself from not getting ill. So I yeah. do not neglect you all listening to my wonderful, lovely, dulcet tones, but also the fact that I frankly don't want to be ill because I was <laughs> lucky enough to not be ill over Christmas, which I is know. like a, the unheard of thing. We discussed that. Um, my father and I went to visit some family friends and they were saying, yes, remember last time we saw you last year, all really, really ill. <laughs> so. Yeah. Didn't your dad actually have COVID last year? Yeah, if I remember. Oh, uh, he had something really no, bad, didn't he? No, no. My dad managed, I think, two years on the trot of having... Uh, so the first year he was ill, mm-hmm. he had shingles, which was not was at it. all fun for the poor man. And then no. the year after, both he and I... I was just kind of getting over it, but it was still lingering, that horrible chest infection. He was really being hit with it. So, yeah. But this year... We actually touch wood and Christmas or last year managed to not be ill. Hey, you gave it to us instead. So the Williams Osborne family had it instead oh of uh, you guys. So, um, you oh know, dear, oh dear. you can have it back for next year or this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that awkward, it's that awkward part of the year, isn't it? Where you'll say next year, again this year. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> and uh, and also just be so i don't forget Gemma. Mm-hmm. happy new year oh thank you ever so much <laughs> that hasn't annoyed me at all <laughs> not at all well i'll see if i can sprinkle it throughout the uh, recording <laughs> well you know um i'm over it now to be honest there are still people that are sending emails at this point and it's the 10th of uh, january today mm-hmm. and saying happy new year and i'm like no 
I'm just not replying. Mm. I'm replying to the email, but I'm not replying with the Happy New Year at this point because I think no. No. I, I mean, I'm impressed with your Hulk-like rage that you've not responded with, it is not a Happy New Year, <laughs> not in capitals and underlined. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> that's what I want to do, but unfortunately I have to be a little bit professional. So, uh, you know, sometimes just to sort of give at least the air of professionalism. So, mm. you know, but uh, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, my week's been what it has been. It's been neither good or bad. There's stuff that's gone on that I can't discuss, but, you know, obviously James knows most of it anyway. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's been fine. I, I think getting back into work mode after the break was a bit of a shock to the system, to be mm-hmm. honest. And that was, uh, yeah, that was hard doing, getting up at... 6.30 on the 2nd of April. Uh, 2nd of April? 2nd of April is my birthday, everyone. <laughs> I'm not getting up at 6.30. Have you been in a was... coma? <laughs> I think so. Um, no, exactly. you know what? I was actually just thinking about my birthday because I've just booked mm-hmm. off time from my, for my birthday this year because nice. last year I had to work. So I thought instead of celebrating my 40th, I'm going to celebrate my 41st. Rock on. Yeah, exactly. So your invite will come in the post, James, at some point, I'm sure. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. It's all right. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, waking up on the 2nd of January uh, to go into the office because I very stupidly left my laptop in the uh, in the office over the Christmas break. And I was really kicking myself about doing that, to be honest, because I was like, "Mm, that was really hard to actually go back in. But Mm. actually, in some ways, it was good. Because it kind of just burst the bubble of it all. Breaks the back, as they say, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, it's uh, it's been busy, but it's not been too bad. And I'm trying to think of anything fun that's happened. I've got a, I've got a on the road again. You know, we had that new segment that we've never really mm-hmm. touched that was on the road again with Gemma and James. <laughs> I don't know what this, well, I know what the sanction is, but I don't know what this is. So please pray tell. You don't? No. There was two things. There was one which was, I saw a number plate, which was E11E and then FU. And I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking, right, okay, well, that obviously spells L, as in Ellen, mm-hmm. Eleanor or whatever. And uh, F-U stands for, you know what, <laughs> F- fuck mm-hmm. you. And um, so in my head, I was like, who's got the, first of all, who's got the money, you know, to sort of like throw, it's normally about a grand, maybe more, isn't it, for a personalised number plate. But how much do you actually hate your ex, which I'm assuming is an ex because obviously this person was driving and I couldn't just wave them down to ask them. But <laughs> I assumed that, yeah, it, it was like an ex that they were like bitterly angry at or something like that. And they've, you know, paid out a grand just to get a personalised number plate like that. I, I just want to say respect because <laughs> if you hate the person that much that you wanted a number plate, I salute them. I think, yeah, fair dues. I do see it from that point of view as well. But at the same time, it is a lot of money just to sort of, you know, burn somebody, so to speak. 
<laughs> so. I mean, I've, yeah, I mean, I've looked into personalized plates. I know people who've had them. It's, you know, I considered that, you know, considering I'm hated as an Audi driver by just about every other road user, mm-hmm. I feel that I would just build upon that hate if I had a personalized plate. So it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, yeah, you would. You would definitely. <laughs> and one of the funny ones that I've seen is um, H8. And so obviously hate. Um, yep. And then it was poo. P O O. I was like, hate poo. <laughs> I was yeah. like, um, okay. <laughs> it's interesting. The ones that I always find interesting are people in Aston Martins who have 007 on the license plate. Oh, you know, yeah. Number plate. God, I went American. You did. Oh, shocking. Okay. Uh, but on the, on the number plate, I'm thinking, okay, it's all right. Yeah, I get it. You've got Aston Martin, very nice, but come on. Yeah. Come on, it's a little too on the nose. But yeah. the other one that I've really never understood on personalized plates is people who have their car or the model of the car as part of the plate, and I don't understand that. It, hmm. I, I, I really don't get that one at all. It's yeah. We should see what the car is. You don't have to have it on the, on the number plate. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I've, I've not noticed that myself, but that might also be because I've just never noticed it. So I'll probably like, when I go out next, I'll probably mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah, look at that. Oh yeah, look at that. <laughs> so, I mean, my, my personal favourite on personalised number plates are people who have them on like the shittest cars possible. <laughs> that I just cannot get my head around them. I don't want to na- I don't want to shame any of these vehicles, but we'll just say small really crappy you know kind of cars that have very low power and i'm like your plate is probably worth more than the car yeah why i've got one why (laughs) i've got one in mind as well exactly the same obviously i won't say what the number plate is for obvious reasons um but also the car is the size that you were just talking about but Mm -hmm. it's also bright pink as well so it's like yeah it's like one of those cars barbie's car yeah exactly but no it's mine actually james don't tell anyone (laughs) no my car's black like a normal car should be it's one of those things like you could spot the car in a big crowd of yeah other cars i guess but uh yeah (laughs) it's funny but yeah I'm, i'm just like no i'd never have a pink car Ugh, i hate the color so much it's great i yeah, I've never really... Under- I mean, it must... If people like it, fair enough. Yeah. If it works for them, but it's never been the sort of thing that I would go for. No, no, no. I don't... I can't see you in a pink car, to be honest, James. No. No, no not it really. wouldn't happen. Nah. Um, and the other, on the road again with Gemma and James, because I really like that jingle. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. I never jingle. would have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> it's the favorite and only jingle of the podcast, so I'm mm-hmm. going to overdo it. On and um, you know, like last week, I think it was Tuesday, maybe I can't remember fully, but it was anyway. It was a horrendous day. Rain came down really badly mm-hmm. in Dorset, and it was one of my days that I was in the office, and uh, it's it's uh you know so it's really really well you know what it's like because you've been mm. through the flooding and you've seen the flooding mm-hmm. where it, you are in north yorkshire so mm-hmm. um it was very similar to that and so mm-hmm. obviously people were uh taking it steady when driving through the puddles and stuff like that and uh so in this scenario i was and uh, just going 
it, basically a road that I have to take. You have to go over train tracks and, uh, and then it's sort of around a sharp-ish corner kind of thing. So I'm really taking it slow. You know, obviously the train's not coming, so that's fine. I assume the train probably wasn't going anyway because of the water on the tracks. But anyway, so there was this BMW car that decided, because I was driving slowly, it decided to pull out of the junction that I would have been going alongside really, really quickly, straight into the deepest puddle ever. He had to pull over and basically it was like it almost flooded his engine kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I was like, oh my God, that's instant karma. Because he was he was doing probably about, I don't know, you, you know how it's like when you really speed out of a junction, you mm-hmm. know, sort of thing. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's instant karma. I, I hate to say it, but... Yeah. I knew it would be a be a BMW yep. because I have seen just uh, it always boggles the mind and kind of I've seen it in heavy snow I've seen it in yep. heavy rain you always get some BMW going you know hell for leather on the motorway yeah you know, through loads of and the thing is they're a rear wheel drive car so it's like the last car you would want to be driving at high speed in these horrendous conditions yeah. Exactly. And this one, um, I'm not sure if it's the case for all BMWs, but this one was quite low to the ground. So mm-hmm. it was like this puddle he went it went through, basically like when I was driving through doing, say, 20 mile an hour, because yeah, it's a reasonably safe, you know, whatever uh, speed, sorry, to be going through. Mm-hmm. The spray from the puddle was coming up to underneath my window on the car. Mm-hmm. So it was a really deep puddle, you know, and um, so that was before and he yeah so he, it was like yeah literally he had to just pull over into this bit that he was still stuck in the sort of puddle and then i just drove past going la 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 <laughs> you are i mean i have only ever once gone through very deep water it's many many years ago mm. where it uh when i owned a golf where it kind of like flooded the engine slightly yeah I mean, it, it was I'd, I'd just wait a while and it dried out and it was fine but it's uh, yeah, and in certain BMWs, in the and I'll go car con for a minute. In the very Sorry. early, the new version of the six series, the first iteration of the new, uh, the new design one. Mm-hmm. It um, it would if you went because the way the air intake was designed, that if you went through like standing water, you would be knackered because it just used to flood it. So yeah. <laughs> so I mean that could have been the case for this one then. But yeah, literally he was it was kind of like this little junction, not this junction. It was like a little pull in. Hmm. But when he was pulled in, he was like in the middle of the puddle still, so there was no way of like <laughs> drying the engine out because he was right in the middle. And if he hadn't have been a dick, I probably would have tried to help him. Not that hmm. much help I could have offered, but I would have still maybe tried to help him, but he was a bit of a dick, so he deserved to uh Stay in the puddle. It's not, it's, yeah, get, getting stranded in water. It's like when you see the picture of the people who are trying to get through really deep water, it's like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely. not going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was an interesting drive home. So that was a bit, you know, white knuckle ride, so to speak. But mm. uh, it was all good. It was all good in the end. So I got home safely. So that was the most important thing. Good, good. Yeah. So. I think otherwise, that's pretty much everything I can think. Oh, the other thing I know I was going to talk about as well was one thing. I know we were talking about Christmas presents on the last episode. I forgot to actually mention what I got my mum as a jakey present this year for Christmas. Nice. 
Yeah, it's a jokey present. And I'm intrigued. Go on, go yeah. on. Sex a- toy, sex toy. No, no, James. <laughs> got a one of those for a real present. Ah, so I was hoping you'd done a Brian Johnson, got like something really, really wrong as a gift. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's not quite as bad as Brian Johnson, but you know, there we have it. So basically, in Asda, they had toilet rolls with the poo emoji on them. <laughs> oh, I like it. I mean, it's gross, but I like it. Yeah. So yeah, so I brought her a four pack of um, toilet rolls with the poo emoji on, and uh, yeah, we've started using them now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was going to say, did you say to her stuff like, "Mum, I've got you this," because you know, as you're getting older, it's just so you remember what it's for, just to help you. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she knows what it's for anyway, because any time she leaves the house, her bowels seem to go, oh, I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, mum. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just remembered where I was. Well, well, she says it all the time, so I guess it's all right. We'll find out when I, yeah, when I (laughs) get slapped. (laughs) When you come back from work and all your stuff's on the lawn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doused in petrol. <laughs> oh, a woman scorned. Yes, exactly. I think she'll be all right because she doesn't listen very often. So I think she'll be all right. Yeah. So shh, tad, tadpoles don't tell anyone. Uh, yeah, I think that's me all pretty much caught up for this. So I wonder if we should get into our segment this week, which is the the top five Beatles songs, which mm. we've had some lovely responses. And ironically, all from men, I've noticed as well. So all the females out there, um, where are you? <laughs> it's all right. We, I can help. We did get a female re- response from Kristen, uh, ah. listener and author and guest. Uh, Kristen Stovall obviously saw what had gone up, and I think she maybe even listened to the uh, uh, to the podcast. So yes, yeah, she has been kind enough to send something through. So oh, we have brilliant. that, and obviously we have something from you as well. So well, you know, it's yes. the representation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I am. Um, yes, yeah, definitely an OG salty tadpole. Absolutely. So's James, and so's Sandy. But um, at the same time, yeah, I, I I'm wondering where are the ladies out there. <laughs> are you there well are you it de- listening? depends <laughs> to be fair you know generally depends how you want to identify well yeah that's uh yeah a 2024 answer mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway moving on so Kristen stovall who has been a guest on our podcast who yeah. is the author of the song of souls trilogy and soulbound books was kind enough to send this information uh she's put these are in no particular order because they are all Beatles songs and therefore all fantastic. Uh, yes, I know that this list has changed slightly, uh, but I remembered that the, the, she's remembered there are other songs she likes. So, and she's put, and it's very true, narrowing it down to a top five is impossible. Mm-hmm. It's not kind yeah. of impossible. She's put Hey Jude, good mm-hmm. choice, uh, Yesterday, uh, In My Life. Now, I only laugh because this one's cropped up a few times. I really don't like this one. Yellow okay. Submarine. <laughs> so Yellow Submarine is the one that you don't like? Yeah, I oh. don't like Yellow Submarine. Yeah, because uh, I've, I've got a confession to make. Another one that's popped up very, very regularly as well mm-hmm. and has also been mentioned because we were sort of discussing this off mic that there was a couple mm-hmm. that we really, really didn't like. Hey Jude mm-hmm. is the one that I really can't stand. See, I love Hey Jude. 
But I can understand why you don't, because it's one of these ones that's almost oversaturated, isn't yeah. it? It's 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 yeah. I suppose uh, that's the I suppose that's the, sorry to interrupt. I suppose that's the case for the Yellow Submarine as well, isn't it? Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a hard day's night was uh, Kristen's final choice. Mm, good so, one. So yeah, good choice. But yeah, it's uh, I don't like Yellow Submarine. So I just see it's a bit daft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can I can see that. It, they definitely were taking a different turn with their music at that yeah. point, weren't they? So, and the, yeah. and, the, and Ringo is not the greatest singer in the world. No, so. when you're living in a yellow submarine, <laughs> it, it reminds me of the joke on Star Story, the Paul McCartney one, when he's going, he's talking about the songs. He goes, and he goes, I'm even going to let Ringo sing on one, and he's going, but I'm shit at singing. And he goes, I know. <laughs> Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to then read the next one that we've got from the Facebook Mm -hmm. group at the moment. Uh, Well, not at the moment, but it's in general. Uh, Anyway, it's um, from James Higson. So his number one is Let It Be. Number two is Sergeant Pepper's uh, uh, Lonely Hearts Club. Yeah, that's right. Why does it say band there? I don't know. It is. It's Sergeant Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band. Oh, is it? Okay, because I, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I really didn't, I really didn't know that actually, to be honest. So there we have it. So I've learned something new today, as usual. Uh, number three, back in the USSR. I love that song. I <laughs> yeah. absolutely love it. This is the prom on round eight to five. Yeah, there's yeah. just too many. Oh yeah, and it's a bit like Jamie Westwood said that you know it's a it obviously we'll read his bit in a minute, but you know it's tough it's just most Mm. people have sort of gone with the this is my current favorite list of the Beatles you know Mm -hmm. it probably changes from week to week or Uh, day to day hour to hour yeah (laughs) so James's fourth song is help and Number five is James's, uh, uh, my James's favourite song, <laughs> Yellow Submarine. So he's put that since, because he was the first comment on the main Facebook page. So he put, since I live in Liverpool, I should really go first. Just always love the composition of Let It Be and Help. And I loved the Yellow Submarine film as a kid. So I've not seen the film, so I actually don't know what the film's like. So have you, have you seen the film, James? Uh- it's it's been a long, long time since I've seen it. Um, I don't really remember it that well. All I, I do know is that the songs of the Beatles, but the actors, the people, you know, the Beatles within the cartoon are not them, it's actors. Yeah. That's pretty much all I know. Okay. That's all I can tell you. That's okay. all I can even remember. Well, there you go. <laughs> so our Beatles expert is informing us of different stuff here. <clears throat> I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> so we have, we've got Bob Christians. So I, I like Bob's uh, bowing down as he should do. So I asked Mrs. Bob, smart man, uh, <laughs> if she's more of a fan. So here's her choice. Let it be, stroke, hey, Jude. Can't choose between them. I can totally understand that. Yeah, well, I um, can choose between them, Bob. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. uh, number two, I will. Mm-hmm. The number three choice is Blackbird. Number four choice is Across the Universe. And number five is Number Nine Dream, uh, as it's uh, Bob's favourite, well, is it Bob's or Mrs. Bob's favourite Lennon song? 
but there is an interesting fact to it that I, I, I read this. I very much liked it. Yeah. So Mrs. Bob went to the same primary school as Ringo Starr's three kids, and one of them was in her year. Uh, the comment here is that they were very down to earth, apparently. Uh, family and her, Mrs. Bob's family lived three miles from Tintenhurst Park, which was John Lennon's Ascot house, uh, which was used to film Imagine and later sold to George Harrison. I wow. did not know that, but we learn something new every day. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, we always love the little tidbits that people supply us with, so that's uh, that's always great. <laughs> so thank you ever so much. And then our next one is from Jamie Westwood. So this is tough. My favourite songs from bands tend to change. So I'll say what I want to say at the moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's Let It Be. I don't know why I keep doing it in that tune because I think that's actually slightly wrong. But there we have it. This song makes me feel weirdly emotional. It's beautiful. Jamie, never be afraid of being emotional. You're a good man. Hey, Jude. There we have it. Uh, <laughs> three, all you need is love. Do, 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 do. Uh, number four is yesterday. All my troubles seem so far away. Da, 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 da. I don't know all the words, I'm sorry. And uh, number five is now and then. A special mention to John Lennon's Instant Karma. I know it's not the Beatles, but it's a wonderful song. Cool. I was going to say, did you want to do your dad's one next? And then I, because my brother's born after that, so. Yeah, I can do that. So I spoke to my dad, uh, asked him uh, what his favourite songs were from the Beatles, top five. And he pretty much said what everyone has said, which it, it's it's a tough one to narrow it down to five because yeah. it always it changes. It depends on, you know, many different things on, on what uh, what songs you would choose. But my dad is a huge fan of the Beatles. Mm. And he said, like, one of the major ones he always loves throughout everything is The Long Winding Road. Oh, uh, I like that one. Yeah. Which he said would be kind of like a, his choice of a funeral song. Okay. Well, that. Um, so I can I can understand that. Um, he also, you know, for a second one said, "Here comes the sun." Yeah, uh, which is a, a good one. Uh, In my life is is another one he mentioned, and that was one that was even played at his retirement do. I'm not familiar with that song, to be honest. I think I only really know the beast, uh, the be- Beastie Boys, <laughs> apparently the Beatles classic songs. You know, sort of the typical ones that be found on the you know best of albums i suppose but yes i'm not familiar with that one but if it was to play i probably would be like oh okay this one uh he also went with nowhere man oh we got we got uh, no comment some... to my comment then okay <laughs> no no can't help you on that one okay. apart from bad Gemma, bad no <laughs> so uh <laughs> so he went with nowhere man okay uh, as another option um he also went with that if i fell in love with you uh, but he also gave me a bit of a history thing, and I, uh, which I thought would be interesting to share, mm-hmm. which is that the first record he ever bought was She Loves You, and he got that when uh, he was age 11. It was the first record he ever purchased uh, himself. So, Aww. And he also likes All You Need Is Love, uh, which is another one. So he's, got, he's gone over the allotted number, but let's be honest, That's telling fine. my dad no is... He's not going to listen to you. <laughs> so. No, no, I, I'm more than happy for your dad to go yeah. over and above. That's absolutely yeah. fine. Um, especially as he gave us uh, educational tidbits mm. as well, or tidbits, mm-hmm. shall I say, not t- 
titbits. Um, <laughs> so, but no, that's um, that's actually really cool. Is he still got the record? Do you know? I would suspect he probably will still have it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was telling the telling me the the fun story, and I've, this part I've unfortunately forgotten, which is he was asking for another song. And because oh. he was so young, it was the first time he'd ever been in a record shop, the lady explained to him that it, that was the B-side on the <laughs> on that side oh, of the record. Oh, okay, bless him. Yeah, I suppose you wouldn't know that. So, And I've just done a wee bit of research. So the B-side, the song he would have been looking for, which mm-hmm. was obviously then was and that's on the B-side, was I'll Get You. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's the full story. So, yeah, my uh, but understandable is uh, buying, buying your first song, yeah. Uh, he was obviously searching for I'll get you and didn't realize it was on the B side. So, yeah, yeah. things change. Kind of changing the subject very quickly. Do you remember the first song that you ever purchased? No. No. I honestly don't. Okay. No, I don't. Okay. Because um, I bring it up because I do. Uh, and it was uh, two CDs. Uh, no, not two CDs. It was two tapes. And uh, yeah. And it was uh, Chumbawamba's. What was it? Get down, and you get up again. Yeah, we're gonna get me down. Sort of that song, you know, the Chumbawamba song. And, uh, the other one was, I can't remember who it was by, but it was, I wanna be a hippie and I wanna get stoned on my marijuana. <laughs> I don't remember the second song. I don't know what that is, the second one you mentioned, and I frankly hate that Chumbawamba song. So. Fair enough. No, that's fair enough. And I will be sending you a recording of the um, other song, and you'll see how perfectly I sang it. So, you know, that's okay. amazing. Back of the net. <laughs> uh, so is your dad finished? Well, no, as far as I'm aware, he's still alive, but yes. No, his, send, you know, his uh, contribution, I have, I, I, That is his contribution, but it was, again, it reiterates what everybody says, which is it's incredibly hard to choose yeah. the tracks and your views and things you love, like with any music, but, but certainly pertains to the Beatles, is that it will always change. Yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And when I was making my list, I was finding it really tough because it was like, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to add that one. No, I can't add that one because I need mm-hmm. to have another one. You know, so I was really fighting with myself as I was adding. So from my big brother, from Lee Williams, he has poor taste again. So, hey, Jude. Uh, B is also a Coldplay <laughs> fan. So, you know, <laughs> we just don't agree on uh, music, sadly. So, well. Uh, you know, never mind. And his number two is She Loves You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then number three, what's his number three, James? The greatest song ever, according to a lot of these people. <laughs> but not me, yeah. Yellow Submarine. Yeah. How's it go, James? Come on, do a little song. Piss off. No, keep going. What's the next one? <laughs> Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart uh, Hearts Club band that i now mm-hmm. know in full is that um and number five is let it be so yeah so those are good choices as well well done big brother well it's very interesting to see how many songs are cropping up at time and time again whether we like them or not you yeah. know it's a it's a great it's very i like it seeing that it's a good thing to see that you're seeing repetitive songs it shows how successful and uh, brilliant these were whether you like them or not yeah, absolutely. And I'm also quite interested in the ones that I've never heard of as well. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, like I said, I've probably heard them, but I just mm-hmm. didn't know what the name oh, of yeah. them was because there's a lot of things like that that I don't know the name of uh, stuff, whatever. But yeah, I do feel like I need to go and have a little listen to uh, a lot of different songs by them now. So, 
Well, the interesting thing on She Loves You, obviously you've got to mention the brother light in the mention that's the first kind of record single my father bought. Yeah. It was actually, it, it was the Beatles' all-time best-selling single in the UK. Oh, was it? Oh, good. Mm. There you go. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all live in a yellow submarine. <laughs> I'm going selectively deaf and pretending I'm here. Let's move on then before you go deaf. <laughs> uh, so this is off Twitter. Yeah. And Josh Button from the Bats and Balls podcast. Yeah. It's wonderful to see everyone's reiterating that same thing that it changes all the time. Yeah. And just to, just to sort of very quickly say that Josh Button is coming all the way from Dan Under. So he's um, he's an Aussie. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. I'll do it myself. Don't worry, James. <laughs> <laughs> so his, I like his choices. In my life... Mm-hmm. Taxman, I do like Taxman, it's a very good song. Uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, Act Naturally and Let It Be. Nice choice, I like it. Yeah. Because um, in my life I thought it was a um, Bon Jovi song, but there we have it. Um, must just be a similar title. <laughs> yeah, same same title, different song. Oh, uh, okay, that's fine, because that's why I was like, um, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. I like that song. So that's good. Another person hailing from Down Under. So Gareth from Gareth Random Ramblings podcast, also known as Grr Podcast, the G-R-R pod. And I just really rolled my R's in a proper Dorset accent then by accident. Uh, <laughs> sorry. He's Australian based, but he's actually a Kiwi. So just so that everybody knows that. See, I'm that guy. So, I am the walrus. This is number one. Come together. All you need is love. Ticket to ride, which I really like ticket to ride as well. I wish I'd put that on my list, but there you go. I haven't now. So, and my all time favorite, Hey Jude. (laughs) (laughs) See, Hey Jude just keeps cropping up all the time. I know. (laughs) I know. Yeah, I think, like you said, I think it's the only reason why I hate it. And I, well, I don't hate it, dislike it. It's, just, it's oversaturation. It, I can, yeah. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is any time the one, any time that Paul? Uh, oh my well, god! Well, Ma- yeah, when McCartney's on tour yeah. and we, when we, I mean, I've seen him twice. It's, it's like, yeah, it's the staple one. Um, yeah, it's, it's the one that gets everybody singing along. So it was yeah. one of the running jokes. Uh, one of my friends said, and did he play that? I said, of course he played that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It'd probably um, outrage if you didn't. <laughs> no. And I'm glad that you, as a good friend then, you stepped in to help me with his surname as well. So I pull, um, and you're like, McCartney was doing such it and is. such. It is, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, so James Paul McCartney, Companion of Honour. Ah. Oh, so he got the same MBE. name. MBE. Yeah. Well, his, his, his actual name is James. So yeah, so James Paul McCartney. Is it? Com- uh, MBE and Companion of Honour, yeah. Why would he? Why would he actually change his name then? Why is he a Paul? I don't. Do you know? I honestly don't know the the reason behind that. But there must be something. Maybe it's a family thing. Like mm. was his father James? I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Maybe he, he just hated Paul. the name James. James. It's possible. It's possible. What you an know, asshole! He could well be. He could, he, <laughs> <laughs> if I ever see him, I'll say, "Come on, tell me, Macca, why did you go to Paul and not James?" <laughs> 
I'll just uh, it rolled off the tongue a little bit better. <laughs> That's not a little bloody she, accent, by the way. If he, if he spoke like that, I'd be like, I don't think you're Paul McCartney, are you? <laughs> <laughs> maybe not, maybe not. <laughs> so we have one more, which was on Instagram. Yes. From Nathan Page. And he said, hi, Gem and James. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. What a guy. Is he wishing Happy New Year? What oh, a guy. No. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> happy Nathan. new year and happy new year <laughs> Nathan you know I love you but <laughs> no I'm with you Nathan you rock that happy new year send it in a few more times send some audio versions as well directly to Gemma so he has said my top five Beatles songs are and he's done them from five to one so number five Obla D Obla Da Life goes on, 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 life goes on. Yeah, that's one that, yeah, hmm, not sure on that one myself, but hey, it doesn't matter. If you like it, you like Exactly. Number four, eight days a week. Good choice. Like yeah. that one. That's a good one. How does that one go, James? I honestly don't know off the top of my head. Oh, okay. So, and, you, and you're not going to get me to sing regardless. <laughs> uh, number three, all you need is love. Yep, good choice. <laughs> Number two is Let It Be. Uh, and number one, that I mean, what a wonderful choice. Hey Jude. <laughs> so if we could get the words in Hey Jude and Happy New Year to Gemma, back of the net. Exactly. Exactly. Thanks to all of you that have tortured me this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. No, I, under, I do understand why a lot of people love that song. Mm -hmm. But yeah, nah, it's, uh, it's just not me. But there we have it. Um, mm -hmm. If we were all the same, it would be bloody boring. So there we go. That's have it. very true. Yeah. So, Gemma, over yes. to you. Yes. Shall we do one at uh, one at a time for ours? So we can. Yes. Yeah. We can. Mine aren't in any particular order apart from my number one. It's so, all right. None. Neither are any of mine. Okay. Right. So my. Number five, let's say. Let's do it as number five. But, you know, like I said, there are no particular order in some ways. Is A Hard Day's Night. Good choice. Yeah, just like that song. I've gone with Lady Madonna. Ooh, that's another good that's choice as well. Lady Madonna, children at your feet. Uh, number four is All You Need Is Love. Ba -ba -da -da -da. Uh, I've gone with Hey Jude. Because I just like it, even though, strange, strangely, Gemma does, it's amazing that it's gone through so many people loving it, but Gemma's like, I hate that song. But then she's full of rageful She-Hulk, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's, hi, Jim, don't make me mad. Hank has that song and make it better. Anyway, there we have it. At least I'm making the episode a little bit musical, at least, yes. you know. So my number three is Day Tripper. Oh, yeah. 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 Good choice. Thank you. Uh, I went, yeah, I went with Get Back. Oh, yeah, that's a I good just, one as well. I really, really like Get Back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my number two is I Want to Hold Your Hand. I Want to Hold Your Hand, James. Ah, I'm very nice. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I can't physically hold your hand, but good choice. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, we can we can pretend, can't we? We yes. can all pre pretend. A virtual hand holding. Yes. Uh, now, I most of the ones we got kind of gone with like the classic or the the set Beatles period songs, but I actually went with "Free as a Bird," which was from the the anthology album when they mm -hmm. you know they they all they worked with a, a, a recording of, of Lennon's and 
well, as they've redone recently, as has happened recently, but I do like Free as a Bird. Yeah, that's a good call as well. We've got very good taste in music, apart from one mm. of yours. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else's, yeah. <laughs> and my absolute favourite song by the Beatles, and this, I think, is pretty much always my top one, is the Eleanor Rigby one. Oh, yes. Yeah, and I'm actually yes. surprised it wasn't on anybody else's list, to be honest. So, um, mm. but no, I really, um, I really love that song. I think I, I really like the, the way, you know, like it sort of bounces around, doesn't it? Quite mm. a lot, that song. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And it's a very complex way it's written. It's, I uh, listened to an interview, uh, with McCartney about how just certain elements it came together, mm. uh, and what it was based right on and like things that he and Lennon had, 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 had used to, to construct it. It's just, it was amazing. Just these little bits that were put together for it. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, I'm sorry that I threw a little joke in halfway through. Did you hear it or? Not? I did, yes. Yeah, yeah. come together <laughs> right <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I <I'm> for me. <laughs> now, I've kind of gone with a choice here. Well, I've got two because, okay. you know, Maybe it's a Stafford thing on the Beatles. We just flout the rules. You know, yes. Father and I were just like, we can't do five. It's, yeah. Uh, paperback writer. Mm -hmm. I, I do like paperback writer. But I also, a song I went with is, and I'd mentioned it earlier when I was talking to Gemma, but it's not one song because it, it runs as a continuation, which is Golden Slumbers, Carry That Weight, and The End. Ah, so in a... In a way, then, you've picked nine songs, is what yeah. you're telling me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see what you're doing there, James. <laughs> yes. Kind of bending the rules, bending them so far that I've damn well snapped it off. <laughs> no, that's all right. So it seems like we've got a lot of people out there that have got very good tastes in not only podcasts, but mm -hmm. also music. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. So thank you ever so much for everybody who's contributed this week. I don't think we'll have a top five next week, but we will have another mm. one in the in the future. So we might not make it every week, but we will certainly make it um, a little bit more on the regular side. Because um, me and James were also discussing that we are probably going to go, I think the term's bi-weekly, is that right? Every two yes. weeks? Uh, or is that twice a week? Anyway, anyway we're, every we're two looking at... Every two weeks, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to drop an episode every every other week, basically, for the time being, um, just because we both feel like we've got a lot going on in our personal mm -hmm. lives, so we don't want to stop doing the podcast at all, but, you know, it's just, we just need that little bit extra time for ourselves to actually get other stuff done. I was going to say shit, and it came out with shuff instead <laughs> of uh, anything else, but... Uh, but yeah, so we still love the podcast and we still love the, the salty tap. But oh my God, what's wrong with my mouth? <laughs> We've been recording for 47 minutes. <laughs> my mouth's gone. <laughs> yes so every other week we will be dropping an episode now. So, uh, so anyway, but I just thought I'd drop that in almost at the end of the podcast. Just so, you know, yep. you're all in a good mood. So I thought I'd uh, put you in a bad mood now. <laughs> uh, and what for, for you Brits? It's uh, fortnightly. Oh, fortnightly! Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm ever fortnightly. so sorry. <laughs> the Americans will have a clue. Fortnightly. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, I think that's probably what I you know why I was sort of take is saying it in uh, yeah. yes in a generic way so that yes. all could understand James. Yes. 
So, yeah. So I think that's what we're going to do moving forward. But again, who knows? Here's the Talking Cards Wallet podcast. We could then change our minds and make it every week again. We could. But, we know. could. We'll see. We'll see Keep what happens. Keep on your toes. Yeah, exactly. So, James, should we take them out, you know, one by one with a pistol? Or uh, should we take them out with a story of the week? Well, when you, as soon as you said, I mean, is there something worryingly wrong with me? As soon as you say the words, take them out. I don't think the end yeah. of a story or the end of a recording, I think of, you know, one to the back of the head. It's yeah. like when people say headshots and they mean photographs. Yeah. When they're saying, James, have you had your headshots? So I keep thinking someone's going to kill me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, everybody. Just in case this is the first episode that you've ever heard. <laughs> we are friends. We promise. Yeah. <laughs> what has Gemma been saving up her money for? <laughs> Christmas money. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, I don't like guns. But anyway. That's too political, so to speak, to talk about. And we don't do politics on this podcast. So, uh, but anyway, should we entertain the salty tadpoles a little bit further with a couple of stories of the week, James, and then maybe wrap up the episode? And why not? Indeed. 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 Uh, Would you like to go first or shall I? Ladies first. I want you to go first. (laughs) I'm intrigued to what you've got. Okay, so I heard this um, story on a different podcast, and as soon as I heard it, I thought of James and thought of the fact that he would probably go, ooh. So I thought, I have to bring it up. So, Just like to point out, if I do go, ooh, it's going to be in a more masculine way than that, but carry okay. on. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> 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 right. So, as you know, Animals are amazing, aren't they, James? Don't know. Depends what the animal's are doing. Well, animals are amazing at the best of times. And uh, right. they give us great comfort and they are amazing. And, and for the most part, they are really well behaved, depending on a couple that aren't. Uh, so basically, we are talking about a dog that has never done anything wrong before in its life but it chose this one occasion to do something really bad. Now, interesting. I saw this headline, but I never saw the story, so I'm intrigued what this is. Okay. So a couple in America, Mm -hmm. they'd saved up a lot of money, and uh, they decided that they'd finally got the amount that they needed to, you know, for whatever it was that they needed. So I'm actually kind of just (laughs) vamping here a little bit with it. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, so it was... $4,000. They managed to save up and that was the amount of money for whatever they needed. And in, in pounds, just so everybody knows, because the article tells me that's 300, uh, sorry, what 3,150 pounds in cash. Mm -hmm. So they popped it down on the kitchen counter and, uh, yeah, I can see where this is going. (laughs) Walked away. (laughs) And then all, all of a sudden, uh, the husband, he shouts at the top of his lungs, No, Cecil, no! <laughs> <laughs> it is the headline I saw. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Poor Cecil. <laughs> Poor Cecil. So they obviously went screaming into the room, you know, going, Oh my God! <laughs> And he'd the dog had basically eaten all of the money, not just some, <laughs> all four thousand pounds. So at that point, 
they were like, well, they called the vet and uh, they wanted to check that the actual, you know, like the dog isn't going to actually get poisoned mm-hmm. or whatever. But because he's quite a big dog, uh, they said that as long as you look after the dog, you know, just keep mm-hmm. an eye on him kind of thing, then he's going to be absolutely fine. Um, it might be a bit of vomiting. <laughs> he did vomit up some of the money, which is uh, really good. <laughs> that's good of him <laughs> yeah but then at this point he decided uh, they sort of they thought to themselves well what are we gonna do you know because obviously the money's in pieces you know there's only scraps isn't there so <laughs> so they call up their their bank and they explain the whole situation and the bank actually tells them that if they um can get the serial numbers on the notes that they can bring the money back into the bank or building society, whatever, to actually exchange it for other notes. So, Ugh. which is amazing. <laughs> which, well, that's kind of amazing. Customer service is amazing. Well, it does amaze me because yeah. I think, let's be honest, most places would just be like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, let's just um, burn the money. Um, you know, I think that's probably what happened to it anyway. So, I mean, that's amazing news, you know. So, their £4,000 is potentially achievable to get back, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, they have to sit around. Dog's sick. So, obviously, the dog's sick. You know, those are some of the notes that have come back up. That's all good. But where does the other notes come from, James? Mm, yes <laughs> so basically nice. they, they had to go through all of Cecil's poo and uh, mm. they had to with their hands probably with gloves on I imagine they had to go through all of the poo and try and find the notes with the serial numbers on and they had to go through it with a fine fine tooth comb James mm. <laughs> delightful <laughs> And, uh, yeah. So, and they managed. Let's let's see how much they got back. Sorry, because I and, and she said that she said that uh, you know, basically they had to keep washing the money and stuff like that. Obviously, because you know they can't really give mm. it back uh, like that. But and she also said that they really smelled horrendous. So um, that's you know not great. So it was in the utility sink. That was, uh, that's lovely. It doesn't actually say how much, but they did manage to get a massive proportion of the money back. And so I think it was like something short of like $550 or something like that. They were, they were missing, which, you know, might be in a later installment of the doggy poo. But yeah, they managed to get the rest of the money back. So, uh, that's absolutely amazing that they were able to do that. But oh my God. Yeah, but she said, I was able to say I've laundered money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no. I mean, I am absolutely (laughs) astounded that the bank would uh, would actually do that. I thought they would have just said, not a chance, you know. I'd be like, yeah, you'd just be like, I'm sorry, it's your problem, your fault, you know. Not going to happen. You're barking up the wrong tree, mate. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but, um, but the, the, other, the other solution would have been sell Cecil. <laughs> I'll yes. sell you this dog four grand. <laughs> no, I think I'd sell him for a bit more because they might get yeah, actually, some of the yeah. money out. <laughs> so you might be able to give you a nice surprise, five grand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah, definitely. It would be interesting to actually know if any, like if that would be the case for 
um, banks in this country as well. Although they wouldn't be able to chew the notes up anymore because it's so plastic yes. feeling, isn't yes. it now? So They're not made out of paper. So no, I, I think the dog would come to quite a lot of harm trying to eat our notes. Actually, <laughs> yeah, probably, probably now. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, because. Although they do stick together quite often, which is a pain in the ass, especially the £20 yes. notes. So you have to be really That's careful when you handed it over. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to so, go, go and feed my, uh, you know, I'll get I'll get Graham's wallet and I'll go and feed Socks one of the, you know. I was going to say, feed fibers. Socks a couple of 20, see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, do not, for anyone who's listening, no, it's not, we're not condoning that. No. Uh, the story I have is a, is an animal-related one as well. Ooh. Uh, it's pun-tastic, so I apologise in advance, but it no, goes doesn't. as such. No, I don't. Um, a mouse-proud rodent has been caught on camera tidying up a man's shed. Oh, I saw this on the news the other day. Yes. Yes, I watched the news, folks. <laughs> yeah, 75-year-old Ronnie Holbrook, who lives in Wales, is a king wildlife photographer. Mm. Uh, but he got more than he bargained for when items in his shed were mysteriously put away at night. He said, I've got a little box where I've got some nuts in that I can feed to the birds, and I've got lots of other food in my bins and things, he told Sky News. One morning I went in early October and there were no nuts in there, and I thought, I put nuts in yesterday. Um, after the nuts disappeared on several occasions, some items started being put in the box. Um, and he said, I had lots of bits of stuff I had on my bench all put in there, and I thought, I'm going to set up a night camera. Mm-hmm. So I set that up, and that's where I got these incredible videos of the mouse doing what it does. The rodent, <laughs> now named the Welsh Tidy Mouse, might not be a resident of the shed, according to Mr. Holbrook, but he's but he's there tidying every night. I haven't found out how he's getting in, so I don't think he's actually living there, uh, but it could be, he added. Uh, while the tidy mouse may be the cleanest, clean, the cleanest culprit, it's a case he joined by some friends. It's the only one doing it, but I've had one video where I saw two on there, or three counting the one tidying up, um, <laughs> Solbrook added. He will eat the odd one or two nuts. I think that's what he's, uh, what he's it's doing, he's piling things on top of it to hide them. Ah. Uh, this is what I think is happening. Tide the nuts from other mice or anything that might want to get his stash. Despite re- receiving advice about what Mr. Holbrook's resident cleaner could tidy next, uh, he's keen for the mouse to carry as normal. I'm just leaving it as it is. People have said it's uh, said to me about putting things in to get some sort of funny videos, he said. But I leave it naturally. Just naturally let whatever is going to happen, happen. Yeah. And that's the end of the article. <laughs> Metro? Uh, <laughs> no, Sky News, funny oh. enough. But uh, Mr. Holbrook and I have a very different view on this because I'd just be like, ugh, vermin. <laughs> I think if it was a rat, it might be different. Um, I mean, I like rats, I but know. a lot of people don't, do they? They all still carry horrible stuff. and Yeah. yeah. They're actually really yeah. clean, actually, rats. No, no, I mean, but mice and... Yeah, oh, okay. The, the mice and rats are just not things you particularly want. They do carry, you know, the, the ones in nature carry vileness. So, yeah, mm. uh, as amusing as it is, I think you might be best, you know, dealing with the problem. We'll leave it at that. Yes, we will leave it as that, because I don't wish to think of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, there you go, James. Two animal mm. stories 
a selection of Beatles songs and a couple of uh, On the Road Again with Jennifer mm. and James. I think we've done another great episode of, uh, you know, second one of the year. So here's to more in 2024. Um, yes. Yeah. Got to start th- putting our thinking cap on as well because we're getting close to 300. So we're going to have to start thinking mm. of something to do at some point. So ideally soon rather than later. Mm. But, uh, yes. See, we can get Zach Sider as a, uh, as a, uh, a, a guest for the 300th episode. Uh, yeah. Made the film 300. It's probably not going to happen, but no. you know, can but try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll leave you with that one and I'll yeah. come up with some realistic <laughs> ideas. <laughs> well, James, I think we've been talking enough codswallop this week. I have been Gemma. I have been James. You have. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I don't know why I always end with a bye-bye, but I always do.